Okay, can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Oh, yeah, a little quiet, a little quiet, but I can hear you. A little quiet, huh? Yeah. How about now? Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, is that good? Yeah. All right, I'm working with this new microphone still, you know, it's... Sounds crystal clear. Oh, really? Yeah. Excellent. Uh, loud enough, though, for you? Oh, beautiful. I don't want to go too loud on the recording, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, no, that sounds good. <laughs> All right. How's everything with you, man? Oof. Pretty good. Pretty good. Back home in Chicago. Chicago's treating you well? Yeah, it's doing all right. <laughs> Nobody's uh, hitting me in the head with a hammer. Dude, uh, you have to <clears throat> pick up guys from the gay bar, I believe, if you want to get hit with a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how that works? <laughs> it's called Grinder. I don't know if you're familiar with this. Yo, I don't mean to jump right into it here, but I've been dying to talk to you about this. This is from some crazy shit. I saw on MSNBC this morning that uh, there was a confirmed third person. What? It was on. It was on Chuck Todd's show today. Meet the press. Was the third person also a man in his underwear? I can only assume, dude. Come on, right? man. What? It's obvious. By the way. This concludes for sure, like, who was in that car with him when he got the DUI. Oh, absolutely. He definitely had a little fellow with him. <laughs> definitely. Um, so what's your take on it, Mike? I, know, I haven't heard about the third person, but I definitely just, I mean, it just sounds like, sounds like he hired a prostitute and then got into a fight with him. Yes. Maybe they got too fucked up. Uh, I don't know. The the story doesn't make sense. Like his own story doesn't make sense. He went up. He went to the bathroom and made a phone call. Yeah. Like when does an intruder <laughs> let you go to the bathroom and make a phone call? You know the crazy hippie <clears throat> ones. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got a clip on this whole thing, so we have a little frame of reference for us on uh, what's going on with this Nancy Pelosi thing. Mike, I got your boy, your favorite, Dave Muir. Oh, thank God. Of course. You know, we need someone very serious to... Oh, now you know it's true. (laughs) He's a very trusted source. That's right. All right, here we go. Paul Pelosi attack. We begin tonight with that brutal attack on Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, an assailant breaking into the couple's San Francisco home, armed with a hammer. Sources telling ABC News shouting, where's Nancy? The attacker then targeting her 82-year-old husband, Paul Pelosi, instead. He is out of surgery tonight to repair a skull fracture. Tonight, leaders from both parties condemning the assault. Police say they arrived at Pelosi's home after being alerted to the break-in moments before the attack, then officers actually witnessing the assault as it was happening. Paul Pelosi suffering, quote, significant injuries, undergoing surgery to his skull. The alleged suspect arrested on the scene now facing multiple charges, including attempted homicide. And what was discovered on his social media page? Authorities say conspiracies about the 2020 election and about COVID. The couple married oh, for 59 years. God. Parents five children. I knew it, dude. Tonight, there Come is on. news coming in on Paul Pelosi's condition <laughs> and ABC's Mola Lenghi on the scene in San Francisco. Tonight, the brutal attack inside Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi's home. Her husband, Paul Pelosi, beaten with a hammer in the middle of the night. Police and the FBI believe Speaker Pelosi was the intended target. A man identified by police as 42-year-old David DePape breaking into the Pelosi's San Francisco home. Sources telling ABC News the suspect entered through a glass door, shouting, quote, where's Nancy? 
Where's Nancy? Jan Speaker 6. Pelosi was not home, but her 82-year-old husband, Paul, was. The men coming face-to-face. -face. Police arriving on scene around 2.30 a.m., moments before the violent attack, witnessing it firsthand. They observed Mr. Pelosi and Mr. DePapi each with one hand on a single hammer. <clears throat> Officers, while still outside of the doorway threshold, gave commands to both men to drop the hammer. Mr. DePapi immediately pulled the hammer away from Mr. Pelosi and violently attacked him. Pelosi and the suspect both taken to the hospital. The speaker's office saying he is expected to make a full recovery. The alleged attacker facing multiple charges, including attempted homicide, burglary, and assault with a deadly weapon. The suspect's online social media pages show multiple false conspiracy theories relating to COVID-19, the there 2020 election, and the federal government. They said that twice. How beautiful is that? Man, this is, they are laying it on fucking thick, dude. Yeah. So your, your story, your, your story is, because this guy was a hippie who lived in a commune, right? Yeah. And they went to his house, that in the front lawn, they had a fucking gay pride flag. It was an American flag that was fucking rainbow and weed, <laughs> like weed plants all over it, right? Yeah. Like, this guy was a fucking left-wing hippie, dude. He supported right? BLM. So, yeah, they support BLM. So here's your story. is This guy, in the last couple of weeks, changed, became a right-wing extremist, and then looked up Nancy Pelosi's house, <laughs> made, it, made it into the speaker's house with no security, nobody finding out, right? Yeah. Breaks in. He's yelling, where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? Her 82-year-old husband... In your story, he fights off the defender, but then at the same time gets to go to the bathroom to make a phone call, and then at the same time, the cops are there to witness the assault? Yeah, man. And then here's something nobody's covering. This man has no prior convictions for armed burglary or assault or anything. You know what he does have convictions for? Male prostitution. That's right. And drug drug abuse. And drug abuse. <laughs> So either this guy turned over a crazy, crazy leaf a couple weeks ago, <laughs> right? Yeah. Or your husband brought a guy over to do drugs and fuck, and then they had an argument over the drugs and the fucking. <laughs> yes, they actually had an argument over the drugs. That's what happened, man. The only thing that makes sense is that the cops were there, and it was like they were like trying to you know level the situation. Right, well, he said it was his friend, his name was David, they were both in their underwear, there's a third mysterious person, by the way, there. I'm not gonna name names, but does anyone know where Lindsey Graham was on the night of this whole episode? <laughs> <laughs> Lady G. Come on. Uh, dude, where was the security? They don't have security? Nancy Pelosi doesn't have security? <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> and they're refusing to turn over, the, there's no surveillance tapes? They apparently have security. Giant stone wall fences and six attack dogs. Yeah, but they can't stop your gay lover when you bring him in. I know, that's right. If you drive with your lover into the garage, well then, you know. <laughs> those dogs don't do nothing, man. By the way, the shattered glass, did you notice it from the aerial footage? It's out. It's blown out. It goes out. out. That dude, I think this guy was trying to escape. Mm, maybe. I think they wanted to do some freaky deaky shit with this guy, and he wasn't in. I don't know, man. It just it just sounds like you brought a gay lover over to do some drugs and have fun. Absolutely, and, and it got it got out of hand, 
and now everybody knows about it. Yeah. Right? And this is, you know, we're, we're talking weeks after you just got caught with a DUI that got swept under the rug. Absolutely. And everybody knows there was a second passenger or a passenger with you. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? <laughs> you know what I mean? Can't you people just live normal lives? Well, he can't be homosexual. He's the husband of Nancy Pelosi, third in line to the presidency. That just can't be a thing, right? Uh, who cares? I don't know, man. I, I just, uh, that's my only assumption here. These people are sick and weird and... Oh, so gross. Here's the thing. They're so gross. What we know so far is that these two cats were in their underwear holding onto a hammer. <laughs> like... <laughs> Who knows what fuckery was going on in maybe, this place? Maybe the third guy's name is the Hammer. Oh, MC Ooh. MC Hammer? Is that who you're? Really yeah, well, maybe he's one of those packing fellas that they call the Hammer. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, nice call. <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. This is such a terrible story. It's pretty hilarious because it's I. I think it's supposed to be the October surprise right before the midterm elections, and it seems kind of like uh, this backfired. What do you mean? the This was the October surprise? It's got to be, right? No, this was just... Nobody was planning this one. No, you think this was a freak episode that they just did everything they could to? It's the last thing the Democrats need right before the election, man. <laughs> this is... This guy just fucked up. Well, they went right into the this guy's MAGA. He's a conspiracy theorist. He was reciting. You know what the problem is? Elon Musk owns Twitter. Did you Bro. see? Even he fucking called. He, fa- he call. fact-checked Hillary Clinton. I know, dude. <laughs> Twitter fact-checked Joe Biden. They fact-checked Joe Biden. Made- <laughs> it is. Frank, it's fucking amazing what's going on at Twitter right now. It's fun, I admit. Look, maybe I was wrong, right? I was a huge naysayer on Elon having too much control. I do think there is some nefariousness to this whole thing. I mean, Elon now, he's in charge of Starlink and SpaceX, and <clears throat> he also now has the algorithms and the AI to basically predict what we're thinking. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> this could end up in some ter- you know, Terminator territory, dude. Yeah, I don't care. As long as I get to laugh at Rob Reiner. Exactly. He, the, he, he turned off his account, I think, dude. He hasn't tweeted anything for a day. Wow. I think we need to check on Rob Reiner. I've said this before. Once the uh, news came out, man, he must have had a heart attack. He's triple boosted. Was he the third man? <laughs> <laughs> dude, this morning, for them to admit there was a third person there, I we got to find out who this third cat was, right? Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Come on. We'll find out. Twitter won't let us down. Yeah, right. Come on, Elon. <laughs> Uh, it's so awesome, man. I've been gaining followers. I've been seeing tweets from people I haven't seen in months, dude. Like, blue check people, dude. Yeah, I saw a Rob Schneider tweet for the first time in about six months. Yeah! What, dude? Right? How weird is that, though? Like that I, Thomas Sowell guy? Yes, yeah. It's Thomas Sowell, Mike. Sowell. Is, is that how you say it? Oh, yeah, come on. You're just not cultured, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um... Tweets. You think Trump's coming back on Monday? I do. On the Twitter? Oh, yeah. Come on. I don't think he can. What do you mean? You, like, you, you kind of owe your investors. Oh, you for have an ob- truth. You have an obligation to Truth Social. <laughs> oh, it's such crap. Especially because you're like the man for Truth. You know what I mean? If you go to Twitter now, what's the point of having Truth? 
Yeah, well, have you gone to Tribal? Never even heard of it. Tribal is where all the liberals are going now. Really? Uh, God bless them. Yeah, and apparently um, it's a platform for, you know, <laughs> free speech, but also non-hate speech, right? And uh, Free speech that doesn't offend you? <laughs> yeah, Libs of TikTok joined and was on it for 20 minutes. They, I think they put out, <laughs> they put out like one tweet or whatever, and it was over. <laughs> so that tells you everything you so know about tribal. Stupid. I don't know, man. I think tw- I think Twitter's gonna come back. It's like actually been interesting to go on there the past couple of days. Yeah, the uh, the left will be proven wrong. Uh, I caught SNL last night. Oh, I didn't even know that was still a show. It's still a show. It's still on. Who's on it? Man, nobody I know. Like, Keenan Thompson or whatever is still on there, but... Uh, hey, that black dude got the shit beat out of him. Did you see that? No. <laughs> on SNL? You know, yeah, that one black dude from SNL. I did not see that, no. Like, uh, last night? Uh, no, nah, that was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I can't remember right. his name, yeah, so yeah, I don't see, even want to go too much into it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dude, they did two political-based skits that completely bombed. And everything else was just like goofy, silly, nonsensical garbage. Sounds about right. They've dropped the political side a little bit. I've noticed. Really? Yeah, I was really kind of surprised. I mean, it was like two weeks ago they did the Liz Cheney cold open. Yeah, it wasn't good. It still wasn't a good show. But oh, I, was, yeah. I was really taken aback at how they kind of... Uh, you know, they actually did us. They did this one horror film kind of thing, where they were all predicting the Democrats' twenty twenty four nominees and like all losing their minds, you know, and getting scared of like Hillary and Bernie, and uh, it, it basically was signifying like <clears throat> the Democrats have nobody to run in twenty twenty four, and for them to make a skit about it, I was actually like, wow, this is kind of somewhat uh, self aware in a weird way. Maybe they're trying to swing back towards the middle. I think they are, man. And I noticed one other thing. You know how they do their uh, open with all the uh, players, you know, all the SNL cast members? Yeah. All of them that have been there for a few years, it was names I couldn't even attempt to pronounce. And, uh, you know, it it was the woke spectrum, if you will. Right, right. But their new up-and-coming players, like those last four or five that they list at the end, it was like... Uh, Kenny Johnson, Sarah Stern, uh, Michael Johansson. You know, it was like I was just like, "What? These are like totally normal white people? What's going on here?" <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they got the memo. I think uh, no, nobody's watching their shit, so they realize they got to kind of change course a little bit. Yeah, but see, with SNL, like, SNL doesn't even matter who's out there performing. It's all about who's in the writing room. Sure. Yeah. You know? That's a good call. But I was surprised. Uh, I'm not going to say that That's I'm going to catch hear. SNL to again, but I, I was glad that they kind of... Uh, I, w- I was very happy with the lack of political content, actually. And it, it kind of seems like they've kind of... I mean, do they have them. anybody, like, comparable to Will Ferrell? No. The SNL days? No, you know? That's exactly... I was watching, and I'm like... Where's your stars? What happened here? Right? But yeah. maybe those people don't want to work for you guys. I mean, I forgot what clip I was. I was watching a Chris Farley thing, and it's like, okay, Chris Farley's funny. Give it to him, right? But standing next to him is also Adam Sandler, David Spade. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Yeah, like you have a fucking whole lineup of guys. Yeah, it's crazy. Comedy's not what it used to be, which uh, I found it funny that Elon tweeted out like uh, Twitter can be funny again or whatever. That was funny, man. (laughs) Yeah. Did you see LeBron, Mike? He was in the news. He was outraged by an article he saw on Insider on how the N-word increased by 500% (laughs) in 24 hours, man. LeBron, he lost his mind, dude. LeBron, you need to focus on basketball, buddy. You, you know, you really, if you're going to stay in the NBA, go go practice. Go practice, dude. Practice some passes. By the way, Lakers 0-5, the only defeated team in the NBA currently. They lost again? They lost again. Wow, you lost again before we could even do another podcast, you bum. <laughs> you bum. Before I could even make fun of you for the 0-4. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. Is that the only time is that the only team to ever do it? No, no, but they are oh. on pace for a historic and historic uh shitty record, if you will. Well, yeah, usually seasons don't start off good after or usually don't go go good after that. Yeah, so he's not doing well. He's not happy, so he's got time to uh go on Twitter and be angry at Elon for allowing a five hundred percent increase, Mike, in the N word. Nah, what are you going to do? I don't think it's a real story. I think they bullshat that one, and they were just trying to feign some fake outrage from the left, but it's gone, dude. How do you get outraged about shit when vaccines is trending number eight on Twitter? And it's all about, you know, adverse events. Is it really number eight? It was yesterday for a minute, and also masks was trending. It was crazy. Wow. There were all sorts of things trending, man. Yeah, that was just people, like, testing the water to see if they could finally say the shit they've been wanting to say. And it kind of feels nice. (laughs) Yeah, it is nice, because you're not getting taken down, you're not getting the warnings. And uh, also, we can, you know, maybe publicly discuss things that are real, like what's going on with the vaccines. Uh, Did you see Peterson, uh, Jordan Peterson, was it? I think uh, he got... No, who is it? No, McCullough. He got uh, discredited or whatever. He, he had his medical stuff. He uh, lost his away. license, yeah. That is astonishing. Yeah. No, no, they've been, ta- they've been doing it to people all around the world. It's not just in America. They're, they're literally getting rid of doctors that don't follow the... That's fucking crazy. We're three years yeah. almost out from this shit hitting the world scene, man. Yeah, but we're still in the midst of people dying from the vaccine, and we can't let people know. <laughs> That's right. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you, man, I am hearing from the the people you would never even, like, I would never even think it, could, it would go into their brain. They're like, I don't know. I think this is, I think they're doing this to kill people. Ooh. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that chilling? It's Lucia. Our grandma heard that from... Her cousin's neighbor. Like, these three old ladies are getting around talking about a eugenics program. Wow, that means um, it's obvious. Yeah, and it's nothing they heard on the news or anything. These are just, they're, they're looking around and they're seeing all their friends that are dying after getting the shots. Yeah, and Mike, what have we been saying? The theme of 2020, the year that everybody died, man. Well, 2020, nobody died. Oh, I'm sorry, 2022, that's right. Yeah, 2020, there was this new pandemic, and nobody you knew died. Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash. That's uh, that's pretty much it. And then Herman Cain. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 
We lost Herman Cain. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, and, and then 2022, after everybody's been boosted up the ass, everybody you know, comedians, actors, athletes, you know, they're all dying. Cancer rates through the roof. Uh, people are all, all across the board having health issues. Uh, it's pretty obvious. And, hey, you got three old Italian immigrants chatting about this. Uh, the government's in trouble, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Especially since only 20% of these people have gotten the boosters. Uh, no one's paying into this uh, program. This is a little bit you know, from earlier in the week, but I just kind of wanted to throw it out there. Uh, Biden got his booster over on Thursday. Oh, yeah. Did you see that? It's pretty crazy. And, you know, uh, everyone's on the cam- campaign trail. Um, Obide- uh, Obiden. <laughs> Barack <laughs> Obiden. Barack Obiden. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Obama and even Dr. Jill is out there. Uh, but uh, Biden himself's in Delaware. So. I imagine he spent most of his presidency in Delaware. I know. Dude, all they did was make fun of Trump for going to Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. All you guys did was make fun of Trump for being old, brain dead, or dementia and going to Mar-a-Lago. Would you do elect a guy who's even older, more dementia, (laughs) and spends more time at his hometown? Yeah, well, I mean, he's sundowning all the time. He can barely make it through a full day. This guy just needs to just hang in Delaware, you know? Maybe the... Uh, there's Dude, that clip of Barack Obama is so fucking funny. I heard potentially a fi- it's fake, but I heard there was also a, like a heckler there, and so I'm not sure what was going on. But uh, you talking about the uh, the uh, fuck Joe Biden chant going yeah. on? Yeah, I'm not sure if it's real or fake, but I I love to think that it is. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe they're spinning it that way, right? Could be. All right, well, we're going to do the Biden booster. I'm a really big fan of this. Uh, Mike, get your boost. (laughs) President Joe Biden getting boosted, marking the president's third booster and fifth shot amid the pandemic. The president also delivering remarks on the ongoing (laughs) pandemic, reminding the importance of keeping your vaccines up to date. ABC News medical contributor and emergency physician, Dr. Darian Sutton, joining me now, along with ABC News senior national policy reporter Ann Flaherty. So, Anne, of course, They're the president pushing all things vaccine and booster and sticking to that message that it saves lives. There's no way it's really a booster. That's absolutely right. He called for a better winter and said it's it's time to consider getting that bivalent shot. And if you do test positive to get Paxlovid, that's the only way to survive this, noting that there were still hundreds of deaths a day. The last count I saw was over 300. Uh, so this is still hurting people. And we only have about one in five seniors who were vaccinated against this. <laughs> one thing I thought was really wow. interesting, what he's going to propose is teaming up Walgreens with DoorDash and Uber to deliver Paxlovid to in underserved communities. They're all television ads, uh, particularly country themed (laughs) ads in rural parts of the country to try to encourage people to get vaccinated. Holy crap. They're going to bring it to your door. Uh, All right. First of all, people, 300 people a day dying from COVID is six people per state. (laughs) Right? Yeah, that's Like, mad. your entire state, six people died. 
I think we can live with that. Like, yeah. consider how many like old people there are, and already people that are already about to die, and yeah. then they get COVID and they're dead. Pretty sure more people are dying from the vaccines at this point, or at least myocarditis. Absolutely. But I'm just saying, dude, that's 300 a day is nothing. There's 330 million in the country. Yeah. It's pretty amazing, right? <laughs> that's math, dude. It's just simple math. People can't even do it. No, it's insane. It's incredible. Uh, and then you're... With that few people dying, you're talking about getting vaccinated, doing this, doing... I mean, five shots. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of <laughs> shots, dude. Um, Biden definitely took, like, a uh, supplement, right? He t- <laughs> oh, this is B12, <laughs> if that. It was a little salt water or something, you know? So, they're trotting out this fifth sh- <coughs> shot, and... The old folks are saying, no, thanks. We think you're actually killing us. Do you think you need these extra shots to kill people? Or they just need to make the money, so they're just pushing and pushing and pushing until just literally nobody walks through the door. I really think it has nothing to do with eugenics or anything. I think they just don't care, and it's just about money. Yeah, for sure. How, how could we get rid of the most shots? And the more they push it... I mean, at this point... The entire Democratic Party is a, just a walking billboard for Pfizer. Yeah, for it's sure. It's disgusting. Including late night television. Oh, every, well, I said the Democratic Party, Frank. <laughs> so that, that includes all mainstream media and all big tech except for Twitter. It's um, pretty remarkable that they're just even out there trying to push this anymore. I really thought that they would just let it fade, right? Wouldn't that be the best thing to do? Especially since now you're trying to uh, claim you never locked anyone down in the first place. <laughs> well, I think they're going to lose so bad that they're just like, we got to appeal to that 5% that we suckered into COVID. Wow. There's like 5% that still believes COVID is like the most important issue. That's pretty disturbing. Oh, it's insane to think about. Yeah. That's like 60 million people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's not 60. It seems about right to me. I'm no math magician. It's like, so. 50, it's like 15 million people. <laughs> Man. 15 to 20. So, no old folks getting the booster. You think uh, money push right before the midterms. I'm thinking this is to make everyone sick again. It could be. I think it's just a... Uh, Only because another... they, they did the flu push, too. And everyone got the flu vaccines and... It's really, <clears throat> there's a really strange thing going on with this stuff right now. They're really trying to push, like, some sort of bizarre winter scenario where uh, everyone's sick, right? And uh, we can't heat our homes because we have no fuel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but your problem is your election's in eight days, so. Did you uh, catch the fact that we're going to run out of diesel uh, the week before Thanksgiving? Yeah, right after the right after the midterms. Yeah, man. No, it's amazing how everything is crumbling right after the midterms. So uh, I was researching this, and I uh, was rolling through some clips. I was scrolling down YouTube, and I saw clips from five months ago when the truckers were saying the same thing. Really? Yeah, I found a bunch of them actually. Tons of that them. there was going to be a diesel shortage. Yes, five months ago they were th- they were saying we had weeks to go. It was all all this crazy stuff. Uh, I want I w- I've been wondering if maybe 
the diesel shortage is a scare tactic. I don't know. The price of diesel has not gone down. No, it hasn't, and they're saying everything's going to spike in about three weeks. <laughs> Amazing. I'm serious. It's really crazy. Uh, so not only do we have the booster program going out, we're going to have a spike in about two to three weeks of COVID and flu. We're also going to have a uh, massive spike in costs to heat our homes and fill up our cars. It's going to get freezing cold throughout the country, and uh, no one's going to be able to afford the groceries. And we just became the uh, USSR. Maybe this was the ultimate plan from the <laughs> Democrats to just fucking tank everything right after the midterms and leave it for the fucking Republicans to clean up for a year. Maybe, yeah. It's really feeling like that. I was thinking that, like, it's going to suck for the Republicans because you guys come in. I mean, what are you even going to be able to do at this point? Like, what can anybody do at this point? Everyone's saying there's going to be mass unemployment. And, again, the price is through the roof thing. I don't think people are aware that uh, what's going to happen. Uh, no, everybody's starting to notice. Like, like Nona, again, I go to Nona. When she's bringing up the price of lettuce, yeah, you're like, wow, things are really bad. How much is lettuce over there? <laughs> like five five dollars for a head of lettuce. Yeah, that's too much for lettuce. Uh, they're just dude for yo. Know, so you got a family? You want to feed them a salad? You're at like fifteen dollars for this salad. Yeah, look, people. I said it from day one. Uh, you give your grocery guy, you give the bagger fifteen dollars an hour. The bread is gonna be five dollars a loaf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you expect? Yeah. What do you think is gonna happen? It's unbelievable. Seriously, people. Uh, We got the boosters, and Mike, we got the diesel shortage. I hope you're excited. It's pure doomsday up in here. (laughs) Hopefully it's just diesel gas and not the weed. The U.S. is facing a diesel shortage. Diesel helps fuel trucks, trains, and ships to get consumer goods closer to your home, but as the fuel rises, it also has a direct impact on the costs of shipping. News Channel 8's uh, Brittany Muller joins us now live outside of a Tampa Bay trucking company. Obviously, they're concerned about these prices, Brittany. They are, Josh. Good afternoon. It's 5.15 per gallon for diesel. And Lightning Transport here, they have 120 trucks. The company is spending hundreds of thousands of dollars per week to fill up. The price of diesel has been soaring for months. Has really made us change our game. Truck drivers with Lightning Transport were used to refueling just about anywhere. But operations manager Jason Stanley says now... We've had to to come up with some strategic plans to not fuel in certain areas. To try to get the lowest price possible. AAA says the average price of a gallon of diesel in Florida is $5.20, with 120 trucks in operation. Our weekly fuel consumption runs anywhere from 350 to to $380,000 a week. Oof. Just a Yikes. dollar amount. Oh, um, oh, which that's that's a lot of money. <laughs> so planning around the economy is crucial. That's how Lightning Transport has maintained business, according to oilprice.com. Diesel has reached the lowest level since 2008, adding the US only has 25 days of diesel supply in reserve. Without the fuel the trucks don't run. So we really have to plan very very hard to to be able to maximize our profits. 
The shortage is expected to raise fuel prices this winter. Reporting live in yeah, Hillsborough <laughs> County this afternoon, Brittany Muller, 8 on your side. Hey, thanks, Brittany. Wow. So, yikes, man. It's going to be hard to uh, get some stuff transported around. <laughs> and what's that going to do to the price of everything? You it's going to jack it all up. Tucker Carlson yeah. did a huge thing on this the other day. Really? Uh, yeah, he was threatening uh, doom and gloom. Honestly, he's always he's always threatening to I know that's why I didn't clip the Tucker. I try not to. T- <laughs> I, I, I kind of have a no no Tucker rule on the show. Tucker's definitely um, what do you call it? What the controlled yeah. opposition? <laughs> controlled opposition, yeah, no doubt about it, man. That's like that's just what Fox News is. Yeah, hundred percent. But man. In 25 days, that's all the, the reserves have. Like I said, this was a similar thing that played out about five or six months ago. Uh, nothing transpired. <clears throat> Life went on as, as usual. But we'll see. This could be the real deal. We could have some massive spikes in prices. Like I said, I think this is a really smart timing for the Democrats if they really want to like screw over the Republicans. Or, Mike, this could be like we've talked about before they're just slightly off with their timing like maybe this should have happened january i think that's what it is man (laughs) instead it's going down in november (laughs) because all summer you had this like kind of slight downward trend you know yeah they were looking you know pretty good but then right before the election you know you just miscalculated it so you should have should have started dropping those reserves like three weeks later you know man it's pretty crazy uh Speaking of dropping, the Democrats are dropping in the polls. And I think uh, <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, they're not looking good. I think you're getting reports like this. Like this was ABC News. And they can't, you know, we, we have all these Democrats going out there. And they can't figure out why they're losing so badly. Did you see uh, 538's uh, guy? Oh, dude, they have it dead even now. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Last I saw it, it was fifty one forty nine, and then they stopped advertising it on the Apple News app. That's <laughs> <laughs> not looking good, man. No, I just find it fascinating that we have these reports coming out, and you know, look like uh, if COVID comes back in a big way, you have a big wave. Does that mean you failed at controlling COVID? If the gas prices <clears throat> jump back up and go even higher than they were six months ago, didn't you just fail miserably at controlling the economy? Yeah, they have no control. That's exactly my point. You guys look like you're completely out of control. And with these midterms coming up, dude, DeSantis went to New York. <laughs> I saw that, it, man. It turned out to be the biggest rally that they ever <laughs> had from New York governor. Wow. Right? It's Can a, I read you a little something here? I really hope you do. This is from USA Today. This is a totally unbiased look at uh, Ron DeSantis, right? Because it really scared them. That 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 uh that festival or whatever, that rally really scared them because he got a roaring applause. I Plus saw, he went I to saw. he went to a concert the other day right. where it was just like roaring applause, you know? They're going to have to throw everything at him to take him out. So this is in USA Today. I'm just going to read you the very first paragraph because it's golden, <laughs> right? 
the, the title of the article is, Will DeSantis Run for President? The candidate I saw during the Florida debate is worrisome. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the title. Oh, no. <laughs> you ready for the first paragraph? I cannot wait. If there were a recipe to make another Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, it might go something like this. <laughs> so this is the recipe to make Ron DeSantis. Okay. USA Today. First, grab some playground bully off the shelf with a heaping teaspoon of science denial. Oh, a sw- yeah! <laughs> a swig of race baiting and a lump of LGBTQ bigotry for good measure. Well, yeah! If, it's, <laughs> if it sounds nasty, that's because it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whoa! Totally unbiased. Totally Totally unbiased. <laughs> Oh, man! Yikes! That's in USA Today, dude. Tell me how you really feel about the guy. Honestly, <laughs> don't bullshit me here. I could take the heat. Dude, you, you, you go through this. It's like this nine-page article about how he's Hitler and the devil all rolled into one. Oh yeah, of course. And uh, all it, it really is just all about like. Uh, just it's 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 the worst article, man. It's so bad. It's so bad. So they're concerned that he's going to run for president. For president, <laughs> yeah. which which he is. He's absolutely loved nationwide because Mike. He's literally looked at as the savior of the pandemic and maybe of our country. Well, either that or all of America is just has a swig of race baiting bigotry. We're all racists. We're all bigots, Mike. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah, but it doesn't work because that article was literally written about Donald Trump four years ago. Yes, it was. That's Same right. article. <laughs> so there's this, you know, ah, it's terrible. I, it's just, yeah. it's, it's a good sign, though, because it means they're very scared, right? I think it means they realize Trump isn't running. And they wasted the last two years focus, focusing on this clown. <laughs> I think they're just more worried at the fact that you have Donald Trump going around campaigning for guys in certain areas, right? Sure. Like, Trump is going to these MAGA counties, and he's, they're doing these huge rallies Absolutely. for these Republican candidates, <laughs> yes. right? Absolutely. And then in your, and then in your not-so-MAGA nation, right, in your places that are kind of purple, you also have this guy, Ron DeSantis, who's coming in and drawing just as big of a crowd. That's got to be very wor- worrisome for the party that has nobody in either one of those counties. <laughs> and maybe, right? well, yeah, Mike, maybe, just maybe, it's not the guy they're showing up for. Maybe the Republicans or there's, are showing up. Maybe there's more Republicans. The, that's what I think scares them. Like, when you're showing up to New York, the governor from Florida is showing up to New York, and they're just they're doing this huge rally for him. You it's, know? it's the cultural stuff. I think they fucked up really hard with a lot of the school shit, the masks, the mandates. It's funny that they want to, claim they never locked us down all of a sudden when people well, are well, voting on the fact you, that you did. Well, you know, here's what I love about that article, the reason I read it, because this is why you guys are failing the election, right? Yeah. Because, look, at, okay, so Ron DeSantis, in this one article, you called him a racist. Well, that doesn't mean anything anymore, because you call everybody a racist, right? Okay, yes, so, good call. Science denial, 
well, you call me a science denier because I don't want six shots. So what does that even mean anymore? You know what I mean? <laughs> That's right, man. So so now you just lo- right there, you just lost anybody who didn't support BLM and anybody who didn't want your five shots. That's that's 60, 70 percent of the country. Yeah, good call. Right? For sure. And then the L- LGBTQ bigotry. OK, well, for the past two years, you've been telling me if I don't want to trans my kid, I'm a bigot. That's right. Like, you just lost the nation with that comment right with that first paragraph. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. It's, it's nuts, man. And look, it's obvious now they've realized, once again, they wasted a whole bunch of time villainizing Trump. They're making a massive pivot now, and they're going after DeSantis because, holy shit, it's not just DeSantis. It's the, the country has now switched parties. Yeah. And you're, yeah. that's a good call. There's a big chunk of us. It's because of the mandates. There's another chunk because of what they've done to the school systems. Uh, the other stuff is the gender shit. Uh, and then know. you got, you know, but it's scary. I think the Democrats are really scared because you're starting to see some really big figures pop up in, in the right. Because not, not only do you have DeSantis and Trump, but now you got Carrie Lake making huge waves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's these people that are just coming in strong. On the right. And I think shutting people up for two years, you've just created, like, every everybody's just so anxious to vote for somebody that will speak their mind. You yeah, know? for sure. Yeah, I uh, realized the other day that uh, Roseanne Barr was still not on Twitter. No way. She still... She was still barred from... T- uh, from what? Uh, she- for, the, for the Planet of the Apes? The pla- yes. Oh, come on. Uh, yes. Yes, man. <laughs> She's still not on Twitter because of that shit. Ah, oh, come on. Get Roseanne Barr That was Barr a funny joke. It's, you know what? Like, worse things have gone down on Twitter. So sensitive. So, yeah, so they need to bring her back immediately, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Because Roseanne's funny. Joe Rogan called every black person in Philly Planet of the Apes. (laughs) 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 Or what town was he in? I don't remember. I can't remember. Baltimore or something? Seems about right. Uh, Baltimore's more black than Philly. (laughs) Yeah, they got for any for any racist who thinks just black people are trash. Go to Philly. That'll show you there's trash on every color of the spectrum. I've actually never been to Philly. I don't know much about it other than, you know, they have a statue of uh, Rocky. Rocky, yeah. <laughs> I've actually never been there either, but I've known a lot of people from there that just weren't. Yeah. Well, that's the character of our show, you know. Never been there, but I'm going to trash the shit out of it any- anyways. I'm going to make a lot of assumptions. <laughs> <laughs> Based off of clips I see on Twitter. <laughs> Hey, look, Chicago, no different. You know, I could find some really shitty parts of uh, Denver that you could confuse for Philly on any day. Well, that's why I like what I see on, t- on Twitter about Philly. I assume it's pretty accurate because the stuff I see about Chicago is pretty accurate. <laughs> you know? Yeah, Denver, I noticed they cleaned up a few of the homeless and shipped them uh, to other places. I think they're trying to uh, make things look a little nice right before the midterms. Oh, yeah. They're scared. You know, all our surrounding areas, watch out. You got some homeless coming your way. Compliments of Denver. Uh, They they don't have the cushy jobs like (laughs) them over here in Chicago. (laughs) Lori Lightfoot's campaign is literally, who else are you going to vote for? Yeah, really? That's it. Mike, I... She doesn't even... 
run. I read an article that Bailey has closed the gap over there. Did you see that? I'm actually really shocked by that. Well, see, but that's because the governor of Illinois has to run for all of Illinois, which is everybody outside Chicago is super, I mean, it gets Republican quick. Oh, yeah. Very conservative. It's Chicago that sucks. And so Bailey closing the game. So Lori Lightfoot just walked in. She's done. But Bailey, <laughs> dude, because even the suburbs are going Republican now. Well, that's definitely not good because the Democrats always banked on the burbs, especially in Chicago. I can't imagine Chicago going Republican, man. That would be, or I'm sorry, Illinois. That would be pretty crazy. Yeah, remember the guy before Prisker was Republican. He was, definitely. Rauner? Yeah. I'm just uh, in, in this landscape. To, you know? to, to be honest with you, I think Rauner would have won again if he would have just agreed to legalize weed. Wow. It was literally J.B. Pritzker just said, I'm going to legalize weed, and he won. That's all, that's all it takes. <laughs> then you can wait out lying in the cold for 45 minutes and get taxed 50%, right, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Pritzker. Insane. <laughs> People from Chicago, if you just want to know how much you're getting fucked in the ass, go to Colorado for a weekend and buy some <laughs> weed out there. You won't believe it. <laughs> So, Pritzker, what happened, honestly? Like, uh, is he just, you know, coming across as this rich boy? Who's, no, who's... I, mean, I really do think the ads are starting to play a, a role in that. Dude, all, like, literally all you guys are talking about is abortion. Yeah. Every fucking ad is abortion, That's right? That's all they got, man. And then there's, there's one commercial that comes on after nine abortion ads. You get one commercial that's like, hey, are you feeling better than you were four years ago? Are you feeling safer? Is your money going as far? Are you feeling, you know? Right. It's like, okay, yeah, maybe I will go with this guy just because this sucks and all you can talk about is abortion? We never lost our right in Illinois for abortion. Dude, you're if right you, if, you live in, if you live in Illinois, abortion has made no change. In fact, you're a sanctuary state, I believe. You can come here from anywhere in the anywhere in the world. You can come here up to the point of birth, and they will kill your kid for you. Wonderful. Bring the kids. They'll kill their kids, too. Whatever you want. And if you're lucky, you'll get shot, too. We might even kill you just because, uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's the Illinois way. Uh, so Pritzker running on, and company, running on abortions and what? And Jan the, 6 the reason extremism? it fails is because you're, you're running, like, they're... They're running on the idea that if you vote the other guy, he might push for an abortion ban. <laughs> okay, well, by voting on a, a maybe and an if, or am I going to vote on the fact that I can't afford anything and you guys keep raising the fucking taxes? Yeah. We got some of the highest sales taxes in the country. Damn. And what do we get for it? Pretty much nothing. The property taxes are through the fucking roof. What do we get for that? <laughs> right? For sure. What do we get for all our property taxes in Chicago? You get 90 aldermen. Nobody knows what the fuck they do. Each one of them gets a staff of people that for God only knows what. And all I know is every single one of them has a brother that owns a construction company that gets a $5 million contract. You know? The alderman thing is the most corrupt system I've ever heard of in my life. What's the alderman? Yeah, yeah exactly. Is that a, just a Chicago thing? I don't know. We, gotta, like, we must have one out here, I imagine, right? Depends how corrupt you are. Oh, all right. <laughs> Probably corrupt. 
You elect an alderman, and if you live in Chicago, your borough or whatever, you know how like you got like Jefferson Park, Edison Park. That's right. Yeah. You know all these different areas, Austin. They all have an alderman. All right. And the the alderman is like who represents you at the city council or whatever. And like all it is is like, dude, like no joke, Frank. All it is is if you want to open up a store in this place, the alderman has to approve it. Okay, so this is like almost mafioso level. This is <laughs> this is this is the Mexican part of Chicago. So we're gonna elect a Mexican alderman, and then he's gonna only allow Mexican companies in, and they're gonna give him a kickback. Wow, that's gonna stay in the All Mexican right. community. Nice, man. Yeah. That's that's literally it's so fucking corrupt. Um, yeah, I, I'm not familiar with the alderman uh, situation. I'll have to check that out here. I bet we do have something similar. You know, Denver. Dude, everybody I talk place. to, it doesn't matter where they're from. I tell them, I tell them about the alderman. Everybody has the same reaction as you. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah. It just sounds corrupt. It does. Yeah, it sounds like some mafia level in between guy who collects the dues for the big boss. Well, the government is the biggest mafia, and uh, the one running <laughs> it, Lori Lightfoot, has the biggest dick, Mike. <laughs> That's what's amazing about it all. <laughs> I don't care about the Italians. <laughs> wow. Well, Lori wins again, but I think it'll be interesting if we see Pritzker go down. He Dude, was so confident. Nobody's even, with ta- himself, nobody's even talking about the fact that Lori is still exercising her emergency authority from COVID, where she can hand out up to one million dollar contracts, no questions asked. What? Dude, she's been doing it for two years. No way, man. Under the emergency order, dude, she can just hand out a million-dollar contract. Wow. With no oversight, no questions asked. Man, is she an alderman, too? Or uh, what's her deal? She's the, she's the, uh, the woman king, king? alderman. <laughs> <laughs> she's the woman king, dude. She's Chicago's woman king. Is everyone seeing the woman king out there? I imagine it's a huge hit. You're the only person I've heard talk about it, which is so funny. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah, man. No, nobody even like knows it's a movie. They've completely Ooh. changed the um, advertising scheme for the new Wakanda Forever movie, Mike. It's pretty fantastic. Yeah, that's going to flop. It's all these... Uh, ugh, man, I, I was watching football today, actually. They busted out a few Wakanda Forevers. It's going to flop. that's a lot of wasted money (laughs) did you catch the bears today no were they good no well kind of but not really they lost yeah (laughs) yeah sounds about right yeah i've been watching the world series and it's good time Oh, who you think is gonna win that the phillies you you too huh yeah, I do. Why? Is that the consensus there in the Chi-Town? No, Uncle Gus says Phillies. Really? He, he actually said Phillies a long time ago. I'll give him that. They got the heart and they're streaking. And uh, the Astros are too like confident in themselves like in a, in a bad way. That's just being from Texas, you know. <laughs> Comes with it. Uh, so... There's an interesting stat. The hitting coach for the Phillies, he was the hitting coach for like three or four other teams that went to the World Series and won over the last decade. Wow. Yeah, man. 
Well, that guy's salary just went up. That's right. And honestly, <laughs> <laughs> you got to be able to hit the ball on the big games, you know? So it's, uh, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I'm going to say Phillies in five. Mm. Yeah. I think they're going to take right. them in the next three games straight. Oof. That's right. I'm going Astros in six. Nice. All right. Well, yeah. you heard it here first, I guess. <laughs> I got to write this down. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to go place my bet. <laughs> but I'm only doing Astros because I support uh, Ted Cruz. Oh, it's a Ted Cruz bet. All right. Nice. I'm going on Ted Cruz. Yeah, he's an Astros fan. Uh, he did get booed, remember, at the Yankees. That's all everybody that talked so about. That was so funny. <laughs> Yeah. I hope he goes to Philly. <laughs> that guy loves jumping into the lion's den. <laughs> you know? He really does, actually. You think he'll show up at Philly and like throw out the first pitch? <laughs> <laughs> He's not Fauci. Oh. He's a Republican. Where is Fauci, Mike? He's gone. I searched him oh, all day. Oh, wow. Today, he disappeared again. Huh. Did you notice? That is funny. I love to make fun of the guy, and I, you know, I always. You search. know who really disappeared is the camel, dude. They you just, do not psycho, want her man. out before the fucking midterms, huh? Whoa, dude, you're totally read my mind right there. She's uh. It's so funny to see Barack Obama at all these events. All I could think is, don't you guys have another black person that should be yeah. out here? Yeah, can you talk about Cory Booker? <laughs> Didn't you hire a token black person in the cabinet? <laughs> dude. They're rolling Obama, and it's this is bad for them, man. You can't bring out the your own president or your vice president to campaign for these people. Yeah, you need the guy that was there seven years ago. It's pretty bizarre. Six years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think people are falling for it, honestly, man. I, I think people are like... And you know in- what? I think they're really overestimating how popular Barack Obama is today. Did you say popular or unpopular? They're overestimating how popular he is. I like a lot yes. of people are starting to look back on his presidency as just it was okay. It was okay, and not to mention, you could really kind of pinpoint the moment where the racial stuff took over our discourse as a country, right around when he claimed uh, Kenyon Martin or whatever. Oh, what was the kid? Uh, Trayvon, Trayvon Martin. Martin. Kenyon Martin, I think, plays for the Nuggets. Or he used <laughs> sounds to. better. Yeah. <laughs> He used to play for the Nuggets. Uh, Trayvon Martin, you know, when he said that, you know, this could have been my kid or whatever. That kind of like yeah. rolled the ball, you know, down the hill. and That really was because the Democrats thought they had a lock on every election after that because they were playing the racial card. Yeah, man. And then they just went harder and harder on the race, the race thing. What? Like, uh, who before Obama was so hard on the race stuff? You really couldn't be. No. So he well, comes in. Go way back. <laughs> Strom Thurmond? Is that- <laughs> <laughs> then it was very popular. <laughs> We're talking 80s then, right? <laughs> Joe Biden knows talking what I'm Joe- talking about. <laughs> 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 well, how little we are, how soon we forget, right, man? Strom Thurmond and all the other uh, racial guys, and then... Obama comes in, it gets ultra racist, but the white people now are being less white racist. It kind of just swung the other way. Yeah. 
It's pretty crazy. But either way, I just think the Democrats are overestimating Obama. I don't think he has the fan base he used to have. Yeah, you know? I, I totally agree. I think he his presidency wasn't as fantastic as, let's say, the four years that followed it. No, that's a oh, great point. And those four years that followed it, no new wars. We We created peace in the Middle East. <laughs> the economy was thriving. <laughs> well, not only that, it's like, dude, you're kind of the one that sold us this lemon. Yeah. Right? For sure. They brought you out to sell us the idea on Biden and that it was going to be another Obama, you know. And maybe it is Obama 3, right? It's I- not, though. It's even it's just like the dumber, more extreme <laughs> version, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's very true. <laughs> Obama signed away like giving money away, but at least it wasn't in the middle of the greatest inflational inflation period in 40 years, you know? That's not going to look good in uh, the history books, Mike. I'm not going to lie. No. It's kind of a bad... Uh, maybe Biden was set up to be the patsy all along. Just tank the economy, and then we'll move on to the next. Blame it on Carter point, uh, 2.0? Yeah, Carter 2.0. How is that guy still alive? It's pretty weird, right? That's amazing. Maybe there is something to be said about peanuts. Penis? Oh, is that why uh, Pelosi's still alive, too? <laughs> That's right. Paul? Yeah, Paul survived on that. <laughs> he would have never let... <laughs> Thank God he had some penis or he never would have survived that hammer blow. Oh, the, uh, Carter was a peanut farmer before he became a president, man. Yeah, I think he went back, right? He still owns the peanut yeah, farm. Yeah, so maybe there's something, you know, about... Being a farmer, you know, gets you that longevity, being out in the sun. Yeah, I think it's the lifestyle more than anything. Yeah, being and outside. he probably has the best healthcare insurance in the world. Not only that, dude, you're exposed every day to the air, to the, you know, the allergens, the pollen, the shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Bugs. And he did that uh, Habitat for Humanity, sh- you know, the where they build the homes everywhere. Wasn't that Carter? I feel like it was. was that him? I can't remember. You don't really hmm. see that stuff anymore, do you? <laughs> Everybody, I wish they would do kind of like what Carter did. Just just disappear. Bush disappeared, you know? Bush had to disappear. Come on, Mike. Look what he yeah, set he us did. up for for 20 years. Yeah, that was unbelievable, man. He didn't kill more people than Obama. Well, They're parading him around like he's the fucking woman king, you know? There's much to be said about 9-11, Mike. It was definitely under, uh, you know, Bush's mm-hmm. watch, so. You're saying Bush killed more Americans. Uh, possibly. Well, he... Set us up in these wars that killed more Americans. It wasn't him. He was too dumb. No, it was all Cheney, which is why nobody likes Liz Cheney. The media thought they would forget that uh, her name has <laughs> nothing to do with like the worst military operation in our fucking modern history. Did you see Bill Maher on Friday? I did catch some Bill Maher, yeah. Bro, and he talks about January 6th, and he's like, these Republicans, they won't listen to anything. This committee, it came up nine episodes. <laughs> And it was led by Republicans. <laughs> no, it wasn't, asshole. It was led by Liz Cheney That's and true. Adam Kissinger, who were both <laughs> looking to become Twitter stars. You know? Dude, it, that's so funny you brought that up. I literally couldn't like keep watching the Bill Maher episode because he was so hung up on how he can't explain how people live in dual realities where they don't accept January 6th as this like horrific moment in our history. I know, he's like, the, the, the facts were presented to you. Here's, here's the best part, right? He's like, what? You, how do I put this? 
So I get accused of being extreme right. And you know what I mean? For sure. But then I also get accused of like being left by people who are extreme right. Right? Yeah. And Bill Maher, you always claim you're in the center, right? But you don't understand like why this isn't working, and it's because it only works if you're a Democrat. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. If you were truly a guy in the center, you'd be able to see both sides of the story. Yeah, man. Does that make sense? It does. Actually, that's why <laughs> that's why nobody's agreeing with you because well that's why that's not okay that's why the people you have that agree with you are the people that you have agreeing with you it doesn't matter if you do nine committee hearings it doesn't matter what you do from here on out you're only gonna have these people because they only believe you because they're on your side yeah and right because <laughs> you guys are unable to take an unbiased look at that day not only that, dude, you're, how are you hung up on it so much when so many worse things have gone on over the last two years? Because if you look at that from the lens of a, of a leftist, if you're, if you're a true Democrat, right, and you're on the left, and you believe that the, right, that the, the people on the right want to ruin America, then January 6th was just, a, a, just the greatest threat to your way of life. <laughs> Right? I guess, man. Uh, Jan 6 is... Uh, I think it's bullshit, and so does 90% of America. That's why, like, more than that, dude. Only, like, 3% said January 6th was important enough to vote on. I think it's you pretty know? obvious the FBI instigated a good chunk of it. Even, dude, to, the absolutely, even to the casual man. observer, they're like, okay, this one, that's a little out there. Well, I think that's why, that's why I'm saying if, you, if you're on the left, like, if, I don't know. No, and then did if, you see... Because the, the people on the extreme right are like, it was nothing. It was, you know what I mean? It wasn't nothing. It was but it wasn't spectacle. the greatest insurrection ever. For you know? sure. And not only that, I mean, with the back, all the way back to the Nancy Pelosi, or to the Paul Pelosi situation, uh, the language they were using that was an attempt to directly tie it to January 6th. Yeah. They were, they, the focus on the where's Nancy... They, That's so stupid. they keep bringing up the where's Nancy thing. That's, like I never said that. I guarantee it. I'm sure everything we've heard about this outside of the hammer and the underwear and the third person is all a lie. <laughs> None of, Frank, Frank, if you break into my house and I call the cops, the first thing they're going to do when they show up is put you in handcuffs. They're going to separate us and they're going to get our stories, right? Yeah. There's no way they're going to stand there while you assault me, right? For now, sure. if you come over and we're fucking and doing drugs and we're having a little lover's quarrel, they might try to settle down the situation so they can just walk away and everybody goes on their own business, right? Yeah. But maybe then it escalates and that's when you just lunge at me with a hammer, right? Now that makes more sense. Lunges at Paul Pelosi with a hammer and they didn't shoot the guy? That's white privilege, bro. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> White it's, privilege for who, though, man? Where was Paul Pelosi's white privilege? I mean, yeah, that's, I'm blown away. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Paul Pelosi. <laughs> they didn't shoot his lover. <laughs> see, if, see, oh, but if the guy with the hammer was black, they would have shot him. For sure. Site. Yeah, like, absolutely, just, yeah. man. Uh, if, I'm so, if I'm to believe the narrative. And, hey, we still don't know the identity of the third party. <laughs> it could be anyone. Any color. <laughs> it's probably Lindsay. I know it was Lindsay. Lady G always shows up in those scenarios. <laughs> With her ladybugs. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. All right, Michael, we're at that hour, man. Uh, let's do it. Fastest hour 
in the universe. <laughs> Must be riding a 10 G's, you know what I'm saying? <laughs>